0: Hello, and welcome to the Mom Biz Solutions Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the author of Moms Mean Business A Guide to Creating a Successful Company and a Happy Life as a Mom Entrepreneur. I am also the Mom Biz Coach, who is helping mom entrepreneurs and women and entrepreneurs everywhere figure out how they make their life the thing that they want to be proudest of and make it work and be successful on their own terms and I'm also a speaker that you can hire for your next event. I have a lot of openings for the fall, and I would love to talk to you if you're looking for someone who can help out on some things like the work-life balance or time management or social media stuff or being a startup or being uh, an entrepreneur or a woman in this day and age, things like that. I love talking about that stuff. So let me know if you're looking for that. Hey, I am excited to talk to you today to continue the conversation we started last week. I know it's a little bit of a one-sided conversation. It's me talking and you listening, but I uh, got some feedback from some people um, last week from the show. It was really nice to hear back from you guys. I always appreciate that. And uh, if you're inclined to reach out to me, you can always do that on, uh, you know, probably the easiest way is Facebook. You can go to my Facebook page, it's MomBizCoach, or you can always email me, Lara. L-A-R-A at mombizcoach.com. I always love to hear from you. So the things that we were talking about is like not doing it all yourself, is, you know, like when to start hiring other people, when to stop trying to control every single piece of your business, when to know that if you don't hire people, your business is not going to actually be able to grow and thrive and it might start going backwards because you can get overwhelmed and stop meeting the demands that you've got with your customer base. And if you can't meet their expectations and keep up the volume and things like that, then you can wind up with a lot of customer service issues and things like that, right? So it seems to have resonated with a few of you. It seems like more than, I don't know, more than, well, at least, I don't know, a third of my clients right now are in a position where they're having to make decisions like that so maybe you are too and if you're thinking okay gosh is this the time that I start hiring things out is this the time I start scaling my business and bringing on some help then the next obvious question might be okay so what kind of help should I hire first what which of the job functions that I'm performing would possibly make sense to offload and which one should I not offload and i get that this is you know it, it can it's a big 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 decision process to go from the awareness that you need to hire help to understand that you are actually standing in the way of your own success to go from that to going okay great well i know i need help but what the heck you know where do i find this help and what sort of stuff do i even what stuff does it make sense for me actually not to do because i'm so used to doing it all and as i told you last week the client i had been talking about you know her background was in finance And she was doing all of her marketing work herself, and she'd had some great success. But, you know, at the end of the day, she's not an expert in marketing. So one of the things that I told her, it made a lot of sense to consider, is the fact that, you know, because marketing is so important in the first couple of years. I mean, it's always important, but it's critical in the first couple of years of a business because you don't, you know, if you don't exist, if you are not known to your target audience, you're certainly not going to make any sales. It's just going to be very difficult. And, you know, be becoming known in the those first few years is like oxygen to the fire. You know, you've got to have that visibility among your target audience for them to want to seek you out and be, you know, to trust you enough and to value your services or your products enough to buy them. So marketing's critical and I said for the stage that you're in and with how critical marketing is at this point, That would be one of the first things I hire out. So that's one of the things that I would share with you. When it comes time to start hiring out things, the first things you should hire out are the things that are absolutely critical to your business but that are not necessarily your expertise. Okay? You hear that? They are critical to your business but they are not necessarily your expertise. So... Marketing was something she was teaching herself how to do and and being fairly successful at. She was reaching out to people. She was running some Facebook ads, doing all of her social media and social networking. She'd been managing her website. She'd been doing all of that. Well, she had a lot of other things she had to do, including delivering her product and meeting with the vendors who were creating her product and managing ordering the supplies that were Uh, necessary and critical to make her product. And then managing her customers, doing proper customer follow-up and loyalty and thank yous and making sure they were satisfied and answering questions, all that kind of stuff. She had to do all that too. And she was really good at that stuff. The thing for her that I would not outsource would be any of that customer-facing piece. She can still at this point manage the sales because that volume is increasing. But if she got some of these other tasks off her plate, it allows her to stay in control because she's still in the first year of her business. It allows her to stay in control of delivering the sales and driving the sales because that's the thing that she knows best. She still knows her product the best. But that eventually will be something that she could start outsourcing and training other people to manage as well. Okay, so that's a critical piece. Marketing is so critical. It's not our expertise. Great thing to outsource. Well, maybe you're thinking, well, gosh, Laura, you know, social media marketing – it, it kind of is my expertise. I'm actually pretty good at it, you know? And maybe that's your training or maybe you just happen to be one of those people that, you know, to be honest, like I was too. I didn't have the training in it, but it just became something I was really good at and also something I loved, I enjoyed doing. That's totally fine. You're welcome to manage and do the things that are still, still enjoyable and quick. You need to be efficient and you need to be um, pretty, you know, pretty good at those things. Now, it's, uh, to, in order to keep doing them, so maybe social media isn't your, you know, your major focus of your business. Maybe you run a studio of some sort. Maybe you are a health coach of some sort, or a nutrition coach, or, you know, whatever it is you do. Maybe you run a yarn shop. Like I have, there's so many different diverse jobs out there, right? But whatever it is, maybe you really enjoy that part of your job, the social media. Marketing and networking is a part that you enjoy and you excel at. You're really good at it. More power to you. I'm not going to tell you that you can't do that. I will tell you that it might be worthwhile to consult with a marketing expert to simply systematize and streamline some processes around your social media because that could make you more productive and efficient. You could even have someone doing some portion of the routine and mundane parts of your social media of and of your marketing that aren't maybe the parts you enjoy so much maybe you're really great at connecting with people and chatting and driving that engagement but perhaps managing the metrics of a Facebook ad and tweaking a Facebook ad you know for your target audience and creating that and studying you know similar markets and studying you know similar demographics so that you can choose and get the most bang for your buck for that ad Maybe that's not necessarily where you should spend your time. So sometimes you should hire out some portions even of a task that you enjoy and excel at because you can pay someone a fraction of what your time is worth, an hour, to get it done. And they generally, if that's the focus of their business and that's their profession, they're going to be a lot faster at it than you. You know, some other things, I've spent a whole lot of time talking about marketing, but But to be fair, that is such a huge piece of the task and responsibilities we have on us as business owners. That is where I always go first. I look for that. The other thing is to consider some of the other operational tasks that have to be done but don't have to be done by you. So, for instance, with a lot of the studio owners I have and with some of the retail brick-and-mortar clients that I have, you know, it's not up to you to be the first line of defense all the time. You can have a receptionist. You can have an office manager. You can have a studio manager. And that person is the one in charge of checking people in, checking them out, managing their payments, answering their, you know, frontline questions. If the questions are bigger and deeper, of course they can bring them to you. But that that helps kind of create a buffer where you don't have to manage all of the super mundane tasks that go with running a brick-and-mortar store. You can have someone else do that, and you can circulate and be that face who is the customer service person who says, oh, hello, Amy, welcome back. It's been a while since we've seen you. Are you signing up for any of our classes? How have you been? You know, whatever. And you can do some of the schmoozing and just the relationship building that you get to do because you're not having to manage the front desk or manage the checkout, okay? So that would be a great thing to look at. I always suggest that you, you know, consider, and again, this is something that may or may not be right for you, but you consider outsourcing things like bookkeeping, accounting, tax preparation. These things, honestly, guys, can make such a difference when they are handled by an expert versus pieced together by you, and not to mention the amount of frustration that they can cause. I'm not saying that you should not be on top of your books and you shouldn't know them and you shouldn't be pulling regular reports, but it's perfectly okay to have someone else managing those and keeping them in the proper um, good form that they need to be in throughout the month and throughout the year, okay? You know, there are so there are so many things you can outsource. In, in our book, in Moms Mean Business, we even include in the index, I think, 22 different Uh, things that you could outsource to a virtual assistant. And I'll just speak to that again. A virtual assistant is, you know, we used to call them an admin assistant or a secretary even back in the day. These are people that handle so many of the regular, ongoing operational tasks that must happen on a regular basis at work. Anything that is repetitive, you know, managing emails, handling um, questions, handling customer service things, sending things out, fulfillment, um, uh, some light marketing type stuff could certainly be there. Data entry. you know Are you sending a newsletter out to all of your clients? Do you have to add those clients to the newsletter and make sure they're in your database? Are you tracking your sales and are you um, tracking your last uh, contact with each client? Do you have a contact management system? That kind of stuff can absolutely be managed and helped out with a virtual assistant. Do you send out Birthday cards, do you send out special mailings for anniversaries and things like that? Absolutely all of that type stuff can be outsourced to a virtual assistant. A lot of typing or editing or, of course, anything to do with website management. Um, A lot of copywriting. If you're writing the copy for your next Groupon or your next newsletter that's going out and it takes you a lot of time and it causes a lot of frustration – I would absolutely consider outsourcing that to a virtual assistant for very little money, and it will take, take a lot of um, stress off of you so that you can handle other things that a business owner needs to focus on. A lot of customer support, uh, managing emails and phone calls if you're launching a program, if you've got a class coming up, if people have questions about it uh, before or during or after, if you run webinars and seminars online, they can help set those things up for you. There's a lot that goes into the back end of online marketing and things that include uh, that are included like webinars and such like that. You can absolutely have a virtual assistant handle that. So again, like I said, in Mom's Mean Business, we have an appendix in the back of the book with 22 things you can outsource like immediately to a VA. If you're not going to use a VA or a virtual assistant, you know, it's summer and this is a great time to find some college students who are looking either for Um, some intern credits, or just an opportunity to get something on their resume as experience working with someone like you. So why not work with a small business owner? Um, You can contact your local colleges and ask them about a job board and let them know that you have opportunities for internships. (laughs) By the way, internships means not paid. So that is a great way to take a first step into outsourcing. And then, you know, look at something a little bit more long-term because that's going to end when they need to go back to school. Those are some ideas. I hope that you make this summer the time that you start outsourcing some of the things that you don't need to do. And I hope this list of things help. Give me a call. Shoot me an email if you have questions or comments. I would love to hear from you. It's uh, that time again. their cozy music. So... <laughs> Until next week, I'm your host, Mara Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Okay.